You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? Then go to relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals.tv. Now, let's get into today's episode. If you are tuning in after the fact, rebroadcast through iTunes on an iPhone, the phone that Jesus loves, go ahead and hit pause and go leave us a review and give us five stars so we can keep spreading the word of healing and wholeness throughout the nations. But tonight we got another email DM for y'all and um, we can't wait to break it down for you because Kenya, let me tell you something, Kenya Martin, Kenya Dion Martin. We will get, yes. He just went in ahead and just, he just cracked some skulls <laughs> wide open on this one. So let's get ready. Go ahead and share because y'all, it's about to be good. All right, ready? Here we go. I see a lot of guys in the room. So hopefully uh, we could be of help. And I'll tell you, I'll preface it by this, that this is not, this is nothing, uh, this is nothing new and nothing I'm a stranger personally to. Absolutely. So understand that we are not here to just call out men like that uh we're here to actually make a correction hopefully in a way that allows people not to go where i went to yes here's the letter ready i'm ready okay please read this a lot of them start like a lot of them are very (laughs) urgent hey you guys i hope you get a chance to read this i need help my girl left me and i've been i've tried everything we've been together for x amount of years we don't want to give that away Um, I've made mistakes and bad choices, but at the end of the day, I love her and she's meant for me, but I can't seem to get her to see that or understand that. Can you help me? I need help, please. Mm. Okay. Now, believe it or not, that might sound similar to any, uh, any that we read in the past, but we get tons of those like that. We get tons because men, um, and, and as usually men who slips into the DM, they really don't, um, participate as much as, as, as much as women do. And the only reason why is because that's just not how men are built, but they will ask for help, Mm um, uh, behind closed doors. And so this is one of those, this is one of those occasions and also believe it or not, in most of many of these situations is not the man's fault. Right. Um, We've had a couple of those. Yeah, absolutely. And many of those situations, it's, it is definitely, it is the woman's fault. And we've listened to the story and we've heard the story. And what I've done is as I guided the guy, I guided him like, Hey, listen, you're going to have to settle for the decisions that she's made and move right. forward. And uh, nothing brings more smiles on my face than I get the, you know, the tap back and they, they holler back at me a little bit later and tell Absolutely. me how far they've gone professionally, personally, spiritually, and those type things. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. But in this particular situation, it is his fault. Yeah, because yes, absolutely. And the reason why we know it's his fault is because every now and then we get the opportunity to dig a little bit deeper and to go find who we're talking about, who we're trying to get back and get the other side of the story. Absolutely, because one of the one of the um, 
key terms that we always get when mm-hmm. it is the, the, the guy coming to us mm-hmm. um, is I know I'm not perfect. Right. I haven't always been perfect. And so right. Kenyon, one of his first things is be like, okay, cool. Listen, no judgment. Right. Absolutely. We get that. But do you mind if we also talk to her too? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because yeah, it's yeah. not fair for us to give you advice on how to quote unquote, get her back. Right. When we haven't also heard what she needs and what she wants and stuff too. And yes. so in this situation, it was that it was that, Hey, he just, you know, he made some mistakes. Right. When it comes to two trying to connect it or keep it together, it's always good to hear it. We don't get the opportunity to do that all the time to dig in all the time, but this time we did have an opportunity to do that. And what we've learned, what we learned is, is that there were things that were being said along the lines. And this is familiar. If you're ever familiar with this, raise your hand. Um, women, men and women, there were things that were said along the line and that were just ignored while she was desperately speaking and asking and hoping and praying that something in that situation would change. change. Now, I'm not going to release the information on his situation, but I can tell you this, that this is uh, the the follow up from a woman generally would be uh, would be broken down like this. I've tried. I've repeated, I've said, and I've done. Now, over a four-year period of time, the last two years are spent in that area of I've tried, I've repeated, I've said, and I've done. And those last two years go unheard. And so that's where we get in trouble, men. That's where we get in trouble when we find, we, when we find ourselves deaf to what they're trying to say. So um, during these last two years, we, go ahead. No, no, finish that, and then I'll get something. Okay, so during these last two years, when she was speaking to him, she sought help, she stuck it out, she continued to ask for change, and this is how it progresses. She tolerated the conditions. Yes. And while doing that, she resolved that she would that 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 it uh, wouldn't change. Once she resolved that it wouldn't change, and came to a point that it wouldn't change, she made a decision that she did not want to make. So it hurt her making that decision, and then she lamented in that decision. So she actually mentally and emotionally. I uh, went through the hurt, brokenness, and pain of knowing that I had to leave and then not have to go. So as she goes through that, she then go, get, becomes apathetic and no longer there. She's already gone through that. She's already healed. She's already moved. She, her, the only thing that hasn't moved is her body. Go ahead. And I think that's why it becomes a situation for a lot of us women. As somebody who has been there, yes, we've tried. Yes, we've sought out help. We've suggested counseling. We've asked, you know, for for different things to change. We've reached out for certain things. And by the end of it, like you said, many a times the man will come to us and be like, well, it just seems like she's fine. She doesn't even care. She's not crying. She's just, I mean, she's just ready to leave and she's not showing any emotion. And what happens is you did not pay attention to those last two years because she was showing emotion. Yes. She was crying. She was begging. She was pleading. And on the other side of it, yes, it looks like by this point we don't care. But what happens is is that you've missed all the things that led up to us being to this apathetic place. Amen. Now, listen, listen. Again, as I speak to this, 
I'm speaking from to this from observation, but also from experience. I suffered the same thing, being in a place where I wanted to be right so much mm. that I missed where she was being hurt. Yes. And so I was unable to hear her because I was too busy listening to me. So I do Jesus. understand what's going on in this particular area. And it's not to bash, but it's really to uplift. If we can begin to receive some correction and some um some 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 insight yeah. on what what we're missing then we won't miss it again in the next go around or we won't miss we won't miss it if she happens to decide to walk back through the it's hard to get a woman and because we're, we're talking about a woman right here since that where that's where the letter uh led to it's hard to get a woman to walk back through a hurt through through a threshold of hurt once she's decided to leave <sighs> Once she's come to the come to the resolution, once she comes to the resolve that this is not where I want to be, it's hard to get get her back. And the problem is she gets hard. She gets hard like a um, like a callus. Yes. A callus gets hard by rubbing against something else that hard that's hard for so long that the skin on the palms or whatnot has to protect itself Jesus. by getting tough. And so what happens is when she runs against our tough exterior, our hard exterior, our unhearing exterior, when she runs up against our uh, our our immovable, immovable exterior, when mm. she runs up against our brick wall of our pride or our ego, uh -huh. then eventually, if she does that enough over an amount of years, and usually, I say in about a four-year period, this is the last one to two years, um, when she rubs up against that, she eventually gets hard. She eventually gets callous yes say that what you said one more time you said once a woman decides to leave the threshold threshold of pain say that again once a woman decides to leave or cross the threshold of pain out it's hard for her to come back through it and face what she had so true here's here's what that immediately made me think about though is because like you said we've lamented that decision for so long and trust me a woman does not just up and give up like that we've lamented that decision and we've sat there and we've tried everything to get the situation to change because we do not want to leave mm -hmm. we do not want to walk away from this situation but after a while either we begin to listen to people we begin to go to counseling we begin to finally just see the situation for what it is and the only way that we see outside of pain is to walk away from it. The only way we see that we can be better is if we are no longer connected to that person. It is not an easy decision to just up and walk through that and cross that threshold. Because then once we are on the other side of that and we're hearing the baby please and baby I will and baby I promise and baby mm. if you just come back I will. Where was all that when I was on the other side of this? Right. Absolutely. And so it's yeah. hard to convince us that we are not going to walk back into the same thing that we just fought for years to get the courage to walk away from it. Exactly. And, and then there is an intuition of behavior. You have to understand that someone's behavior doesn't just change. Yes. And so when you're going back, you when you. OK, OK. And this is speaking to ladies here. When you've lived in hope for too long, mm -hmm. because that's the only thing that's kept you there, and that hope never comes to fruition. Yep. That hope was false hope. That hope was was a fantasy. And then you realize that this is who they are. Then it's hard to actually reintroduce yourself to that behavior or the potential of that behavior, or even again the false hope that that behavior would change. Yes. It, because that hope hurt. 
I'm not even going back to the place where I even wished they would would have gotten better. Yes. I might still be in love with them, but still I'm not going to put myself back on that and and that torture because that hope doesn't exist. That hope doesn't belong. That hope will never come into fruition. And we understand really that behavior doesn't change overnight. Go ahead. And you know why then it becomes hard for us to go back? Because we have effectively changed. We have changed. Once we see what it took for us to change and move away from what who we were that allowed you to treat us like that, we are changed. We are a different person than what you had that you could treat poorly, that you could take advantage of, or that you can disregard. So now that we're outside of that and we know what it took for us to change, we know that you're not going to change overnight like that. Absolutely. It's gonna take something. It's gonna take some breaking of you because we had to be broken in order to change to where we are. So we understand that guess what? You're gonna have to go through some things to change too. And it does not happen just because I say I'm walking out of the door. Absolutely. Now, I, before I go into these reasons, I got to say this Come for, on. The guy, for the guys. Um, there are different and different um, in different cultures. There's always this point where you cross over and become a man. There's always this this painstaking ritual or tradition. And, yeah. And, and many cultures have those painstaking rituals or traditions. To be honest, it was this and it, and it should not have been this, but it was this breaking right here that mm. made me cross over to the potential to the potential that I always had to be a man. I had to go through. It was many, many, many moons ago. But at the same time, it was being there's nothing like being broken. There's nothing like a man with his heart that's broken that 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 sits with that and mm-hmm. swims with that and marinates in that and then makes a decision either to grow up or to get uh, or to stay the same person mm-hmm. and when you grow up when you step on the other side of that you are definitely definitely a better man i don't wish any man will go through that but you are definitely a better man on the other side of that let's get men on the other side of this absolutely like because we don't belabor the point listen we get it all right so um signs when she's had enough now, we're telling you these signs, and hopefully you can hear them earlier than what we're about to tell you, okay? Yes. If anybody, uh, it, ladies, if you want to, you can actually type these in or write these down. Guys, you can do these as, as the same. We're going to try to run through it and not keep you all night and get to your questions. Sign number one is neglect. Now, neglect is number one, and, and I think um, I see neglect as of uh, as a version or form of abuse, Yes, but um, it, it it comes in stages. Neglect is compounded usually in stages. The first one is eroding of her personal value. What that means is that she's not acknowledged uh, in what she does daily for you, um, and and her effort towards you. She's not acknowledged, and there's lack of appreciation there. Those right. are the kind of the small things. We really don't get it, and we have those conversations, and we, oh my bad, I'm sorry, I didn't pay more attention to you, so on and so forth. But if you continue in that route of eroding her personal value to you, you're going to get to the point where you're ignoring her personal value. Yes. So it gets to a point where now you're at a habit of not even seeing what she does for you and what she does do for you. You think it's just because she's supposed to now let's and and. And while this can be dating, married men are probably the ones who do this the most because now you, you have that live-in uh, situation. Yeah. But it's, it's when you think that you don't thank her for anything 
but you also see past her. Sex is just sex and it's just for you. Eating is just eating and it's just for you. Any gifts you get, great, I'm glad, is just for me. All her efforts are focused on you and you're focused on receiving them and eating them, but there's no reciprocation nor mutual respect or response to that. Mm. Okay, go ahead, babe. In a word or in a couple of words, I think it's also, it can be translated into you stop seeing her too. Because I think a lot Absolutely. of women in marriages that are, be or relationships or marriages that are beginning to erode and fall apart, a lot of times women will say things like, I feel invisible. Yes, that's neglect. That is neglect. I feel invisible. That's when she starts to change her outfits. That's when she starts to try to lose weight. That's when she tries to change her hair. That's when she begins to try to do everything to just make you see her again. Mm -hmm. Because neglect, once neglect sets in, she no longer feels like she is who you said that she was to you from the very beginning. Mm. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm listening. Hey, listen, here, here's the thing. I'm laying these out, but you got to give me the woman side of it because yeah. that lays that out a little bit deeper for us men to understand. Um, when you no longer desire her, this is still under the uh, number one neglect. When you no longer desire, desire her and she stops existing. So yeah. when you no longer see her. The second one is very interesting because this is one that comes into counseling a lot. This is one that really becomes a, um, an issue in counseling. Yes. Uh, when you stopped hearing her, when you stopped hearing her, what that means is that this is not arguing back and forth. This is not d disagreeing with her and her disagreeing with you. Sometimes you're going to go to bed and you're going to have your arms crossed or your ar one arm over her and whatever the case is, still feet touching, whatever the case may be. It's okay to disagree. That's not the problem. Right. It's when you disregard. It's when you disregard. It means that whatever she's saying to you or whatever input she has for you or whatever she has, uh, uh, whatever interest she has in you goes disregarded and goes where in one ear and out the other. Yep. That means either you you disregard her up front or you listen to her and to, in your mind she's like this and you just turn away and do whatever you want to do anyway. When she has no stake in your life, when she has no stake in your, in your and even though she has interest, when you receive no stake in, in uh, what you have interest in, no, when you do not value her, her enough for her input and whatever it is that's in your life especially when she's sharing a life with you, especially yes. when you're one. Absolutely. I think this really uh, falls, um, gets thrown in under that guise of submission too. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of time when we, yes. when yeah, we yeah, yeah. mention submission in marriage or relationships, many women have grown up to believe and, and many men have put that on us as us not having a voice. Yes. And so not hearing us also can be thrown in by, well, you know, I'm the man of the house. Yeah. I'm the head of the house. You I, you have to submit to me. My say, said, my say is the final say, and that's that. And so when we begin to do this, sometimes it's done under the guise of submission from the standpoint of saying that I don't have to hear you. Oh. And so when it when we look at it from that perspective, a lot of women have begun to dislike and disregard the idea of submission because it has been improperly translated 
as a woman not having a voice in the home, and that is not what that means either. So it's, it's basically him saying, I have the first say, only say, and last say. Absolutely. And you say nothing. And you say nothing. We are not allowed to be heard unless it is unless it is in agreement with what you say. Absolutely. That's very, and, and, and in addition to that, in addition to that, well, I don't want to, I, I think that's somewhere else. So okay. we'll, we'll just say that, but absolutely, absolutely di- just disregarding her and not giving, here's the thing. We have to get, and this is for men and women, we have to get beyond the point where we're so sensitive that someone has to agree with us to be supporting us. Yes. We have to get to that point where we're so, we got to get beyond this, this, this narcissistic, not narcissist, not everybody's a narcissist, but every, this is a very narcissistic thing, a narcissistic thing that we, ha- what, that we couple support with agreement. With, with 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 nothing but positive things to say that we can't take critique that we can't take uh, criticism that we can't take correction because there are things I, I will tell you this there are things that I learned on the Takara's correction that I never would have learned if I had not have listened to her mm. and I'm not saying that as a superhero either it's not that I wanted to hear it <laughs> right <laughs> it didn't feel good it, it does it none of that feels good and and, and we, we we go back and forth about it for me because I got to prove my point and then the point goes unproven because I end up doing it the right way which is the way that she told me anyway now I'm not going through that old cliche that what whatever she says is right I'm not saying that right but there are critical things there are critical maneuvers there are critical things we've done professionally that if I had not have heard her that we would not be where we are right now absolutely you understand what I'm saying yes sir so that's very very important I mean so you lose out you lose out on a wealth um go ahead babe go ahead go ahead well, go ahead and it's not me. and no well, no no you okay finish what you were saying though no I raised my hand so you could finish no but because it's because the woman let me see let me tell you something and I'm, I'm gonna hit this real quick I'm gonna hit this real quick it wasn't in the notes Proverbs 31 is not written to a woman is written to a man is written to King Lemuel by his mother. Now, many people say King Lemuel. Lemuel is another word for another name for Solomon, whatever the case may be. I don't care about that part, but it, I, I do know it's written by a queen to tell her son about what to look for in a queen. Right. That's what is written. That's what is written. So it's written to him. And the thing is, it shows all the things that she is good at. Yeah. It shows all the places where she is just economical at where she is rich at where she is just just she has obviously she has favor but this woman has something going on inside her that makes her get up every morning and do this and do that and do this and the thing is is that you can't pull that in as a king quote unquote you can't pull a queen in and then shut her out shut her down like she's she's doesn't have any kind of crown right you can't do that at all because if you do you ruin your own kingdom you ruin your own home yes you pull she she has a stake with you she's not only one with you but she should rule right next to you and you pull her by you because she strengthens where you're weak Mm. and you strengthen where you don't want to shut someone down that's very important go ahead babe no and and i mean to to go back to what you said because i'm um tyrell asked a question i want you to answer that um but i i wanted to say when i brought up the idea about submission this is not to say takara martin does not endorse uh, a a woman saying i don't have to submit to my husband that's not what i was saying and i would never agree to that i fully believe that my husband is the head of the house 
period, point blank. However, what makes this work so well with me submitting to my husband and submitting to what his say being his say being the final say even if I do whine until I get my way sometimes why I do submit to my husband is because he does listen to me at the end of that because he does also take my counsel he does respect my my word and what I have to say my wisdom in certain areas a, a power couple is powerful because we hold each other's strengths up the strength we hold each other's weaknesses up with our strengths where he go. is weak, I am strong, and vice versa. So I have no problem submitting to that because guess what? When it comes down to it, if he needs me, he's going to lean on me. If I need him, I'm going to lean on him, period, and that's it. So please do not take what I said as an endorsement of saying that, okay, we no longer subscribe to the idea that, of, of submission in the marriage. Oh, no, we definitely do. We it's, do. it's just a mutual interaction. Submission is mutual. If you go into the scriptures and look at that right there, then we'll answer Tyrell. When you go into the scriptures and look at that, it says submit to uh, each other uh, in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to explain submission. It, it outright says women submit to your husbands and then begins to explain that. But then it switches it for the men. And as you can see, the men have a bigger paragraph in that area as well. But it says men love your wives. There's a different way in which we submit to our women. There's a different way yes. in which we submit to our wives it doesn't belittle us it doesn't degrade us it makes us better servant leaders and we submit to them by giving to him them and washing them with the water of the word and so on you guys read that before no need to go too deep into that but the idea is is that we submit to them now how we submit to them is an equal amounts to how we submit to Christ because we have to submit to Christ first in order to wash her like in order to love her like Christ and wash her in the water of the word yes so we have to get from the source in order to give her what we got from the source yeah and then we become a conduit of love and submission and then she has no choice she does have a choice but her heart would not want to do anything but give back to us do you see what I'm saying? Amen. Understand that these things are said or told to us because there is a choice involved. Um, let's get to Tyrell's question real quick because we went way off. There. But it was good. <laughs> Amen. Tyrell said, how do we stop the sensitivity to gender roles when it has been ingrained in us so much? Um, when you're... It's, I want to I want to categorize that question let's just say in a marriage oh yes okay good because here's the thing we have to understand that there are roles in a marriage I'm not going to back out of that I'm not going to I'm not going to backpedal out of that there are roles in the marriage um, what we have to do is we have to uh, re-understand societal gender roles as far as what men do and what women do Okay, because there's some doggone good men cook, and there's women out there who's taking care of the lawn. This man made the bomb barbecue <laughs> chicken today, but amen. Go ahead, baby. Oh, we stay on the meats. We stay on the meats. Amen. <laughs> but the idea is this. This is how we do premarital counseling, and I hope this, this helps a little bit. You're two people coming together from two different home cultures, not two different nationality cultures, but two different home cultures. Every person is different. You're going to be one person is going to be bringing from their what they learn from their family, uh, negative and positive. Another person is going to be bringing what they learn from their family, negative and positive. You come together and you don't try to force those things. You become new. How do you become new? You're a new being. You're a new oneness, if you will. Now, when you're in a new oneness, that goes down the list of the test and the premarital counseling. Both of you have things that you suggest that I do, and both of you have things that you suggest that they do. Right. And then you work that out in between you. 
There are things that we do on our house that we don't care what kind of role you attach to it. We're going to do it the way we want to do it because it works for us. Absolutely. So there are things that's just going to have to happen that way. Now, as far as a husband, I still stay the husband. She doesn't wear that title and she still stays the wife. I never wear, wear that title. But there are different um, there, there are different things that traditionally um, was support like I do laundry, but that's because I'm picky. Uh, <laughs> and you do it so well. I'm picky how things get done. Yeah. And I, so I want them done my way. Uh, and she doesn't mind and that I because she rather that. not. <laughs> there you go. So uh, I, I hope that, I'm not sure whether that answers your question directly. Um, because well, one thing you said earlier, you said it is a partnership. It's a partnership. And absolutely. I think gender roles mean whatever it is, it, it should mean in your relationship. Just because as a woman, um, I may take out the trash does not mean that I am doing a man's job. It just means I'm taking out the trash. Vice versa. We've seen now the evolution of men who stay home and take care of the kids. That is now that is no longer defined as a gender role. It is defined as what works best for your marriage and your relationship. And both of you are in agreement. And guess what? It's nobody else's business what you do in your marriage, in your home, what works for you. And I think beyond getting over the gender roles, we have to get over the idea that society has a say in what our roles are in our marriages and in our relationships. Once you get past that, it doesn't matter what gender is doing, what, who's making more, who's doing more, who's doing whatever. It's, listen, baby, I understand that you like to fold your laundry a certain way. And so, listen, I'm going to relinquish the laundry over to you, Takara. I understand that guess what you took a finance class and you can go ahead and, and balance the checkbooks okay cool that's my job whatever and i'm not i'm just giving examples here but when it comes down to it whatever works for your relationship is what works for your relationship and nobody else has a say in that absolutely i hope uh, i hope we answer that if we're not clear please 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 let us know um let's go on f because we only got to number two well and we on number three. Oh man <laughs> Have you ever been listening to us, Takara and Kenyon, and wondered what if they could be my personal coaches? Okay, what if we could be your personal coaches through some of the toughest issues of your relationship or singleness? What if we told you that we are prepared to go anywhere you are? And not only that, but a community of those just like you will be there too. We've got something special for you. Our goal to guide you and thousands of others from heartbreak to wholeness has just gotten upgrade. We recently opened the doors to the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. This is our private community designed specifically for you so that you can grow in the healthy love that you were designed for. And our dynamic healthy love roadmap houses a rapidly growing library of guidance made for wherever you are in your relationship journey. Are you interested in joining? Visit thehealthyloveclub.com. That's thehealthyloveclub, all one word, dot com. Visit today to get started. Number three, the number three reason why she will, uh, I guess as our, our folks say, get fed up. Get fed or up. Or why she'll walk away and you'll never see it coming is that you stopped receiving her. Now, men, you have to understand that receiving her is in two ways. You, um, she she uh, feels uninvited into your presence and she feels unwelcomed 
in your presence mm. is when you don't want her around you is when you get when you're so far into yourself and you brush her off it's when she's more when the football game is more important to her is when the boxing match is more important than her it's when whatever game you're playing is more important to her and, and we always point to those things and we always have those interactions but i'm talking about habitually when something else comes before her or actually she doesn't come at all she has that she has that ticket in the line that's perpetually that perpetually perpetually keeps her waiting on you that can that that hurts her that 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 um estranges her because now she's look feeling like a roommate in the home yes i i think too she, you become indifferent to her presence beyond um being that's un, it. unwelcoming that's, it. that's yes it. and not welcoming her into her presence it become you become indifferent to it a lot of times we as women will will, will go to you and be like hey babe you wanna you wanna um go on a date tonight i mean i don't care kendrick preaching in here i'm sorry <laughs> like, <right. laughs> I'm, I'm i'm loving what <laughs> kendrick is coming i'm sorry go ahead no sorry but that that's the it's being indifferent it's not caring like again we will do things to try to go out of our way to get you to say that you want to be around us yes we will do things to try to get you to let us know that you want us that you miss us that you desire us that you want us in your presence and a lot of times when you're indifferent to it things like doesn't really matter to me it's constant right. things like i mean if that's what you want to do i don't really care i'm cool right here those kind of things become punitive to us it becomes humiliating to us it becomes hurtful and damaging because we begin to feel like you no longer is receive us or invite us where you are right absolutely you got to understand if she's your rib right um, and and the the hebrew version of rib the hebrew hebrew word actually means side if she's your side and she's on your side or trying to be on your side, you must embrace her when she requests to be embraced. If you leave her outside of your arms, you are leaving her out in the wilderness. You are leaving her unsecured. And when a woman gets unsecured, she becomes insecure and she starts worrying about what's wrong with her. Yes. And you leave her weak into a place where someone else can swoop right on in. It's not right, but I'm telling you, if she starts worrying about what's wrong with her and someone tells else tells her everything is fine, that's gonna taste good. Let me tell you something, mm. I don't care how how elegant, how how well trained, how how awesome a person is. If they're hungry enough, they will eat trash. So you have to get to a point to not let her get hungry, especially for yes. your presence. Because when she becomes starving for your presence, she's gonna eat trash. Guaranteed. Oh. Yes, ma'am. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh God. That was good. Okay. Okay. Number four, let's get to it. You stopped being safe for her. Mm, 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 mm. This, of, this is a very important point, so pull in with me here. You stopped being safe for her. This is beyond emotional or physical abuse. This is when, um, when she goes unprotected in your presence. Yeah. Uh, when she's not protected from you. Let's yes. start with you. When she's not protected from you, that's first. She ought to be, if you're dating and she says no, you ought to be, okay, that's great. What else do you want to do? Not, she has to be protect first protect her from you. If you could do that, you could protect her from anyone else. If you consistently allow her to be degraded, insulted, um, demeaned and demoralized by friends, by family, by uh, exes, 
that you have. Uh huh. Oh, wait a minute. Here's one. Baby. Buy your children. Oh, yes. If you're working in a blended family, when you continue to allow her to take a back seat and get beat up by everyone around you, that's mm. that's your responsibility to cover her. That's part of what covering means is to protect. It's your, your responsibility. You're supposed to step in between whatever's harming her or threatening her and her. You're supposed to have her back, back behind you and you're supposed to face whatever it is that's threatening her so that she can at least feel covered by you. So whatever it is is going to hit you before it hit her. It got to go through you. Mm. When she cannot, this is a place where she also feels uh, unsafe. When she cannot disagree with you without being punished. Yes. Um, I've seen this way too many times where uh, I remember we was in a counseling. Uh, um, we were in a counseling environment and I said something that was corrective to him. She was like, I wish you hadn't. He, he, uh, that was corrective to him. And he said, I get it, but I wish you hadn't said that out loud. Or said it in front of her. And said it in front of her. That's exactly yes. what he said. I wish yeah. he had not, had not said it in front of her. And and the key is is that we have to get to a point where it's all, they're allowed to disagree with us. They they they're not going to be right all the time. Right. Sometimes they are, and sometimes it's sometimes. Let me tell you, perspective is 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 can bring about a truth that seems like it's okay. Right. Two people can be. To, can be right about the same thing and say it differently. Right. They just have different ways of approaching the situation, different ways of approaching the problem. Um, but the man who shuts a woman down, who says, and, and there's some women who do it too, but we're responding to the letter, who beats her up for disagreeing with him. Yes. Is... You're, you're, what you're doing is you're making it is, is really silencing her voice is really a part of that part, but you're making it unsafe for her to have anything to say around you. And when she doesn't believe that she can speak around you, she will stop speaking around you. She will stop speaking to you and she will stop speaking into you because this woman is talking about loving you. And when she loves you, she's going to speak my man, this my man, that my man's going all of the hope she has for you. She is speaking into you every day, whether it be whether it, whether you feel like it's criticism or not, she's telling you certain things because she sees that in you. Once you shut that down, and you make her no longer able to speak it. Next is she's not going to know. She's she'll no longer be able to see it. And when she's no longer be to be able to see it, she'll no longer be able to see you. And there only comes one step for her to cross that threshold where you will be a history. You have to be Jesus. careful about that. Jesus. You have to be careful because that's not safe for her. A woman must be safe to express herself right or wrong. Okay, there are certain ways you're going to express yourself. I'm a grown man. Now, there's only certain ways that you can say things. You're going to have to respect me like I respect you. Amen. But you got to give her room to express herself because if she doesn't, mm. she'll feel unsafe. Yes, Lord. Okay. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Did you have something? Uh-uh. Okay. When she cannot be herself around you, men, we when, it, 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 it's crazy. And we do this. All of us do this. We fall in love with somebody because of who they are. We love everything about them because of what they do. We mm. love every nuance because of who they are and how so different they are from anyone in the past and even from us. We love all these things. We get them into our fold. We get them into our home. We get them into our life. And then we don't like, why don't you do it this way? 
Why don't you say it that way? Why do you act like this? Why do you do that? And it gets to a point where I guess I could connect the other one. She, they never do anything right and they can never be, they can never be right for us. And I'm telling you now, listen, I'm telling you this from personal, from personal experience. If you continue telling somebody how wrong they are, they're going to believe you. Mm. And then they'll say, I'm wrong for you. They're going to believe you. You have to not, when you beat them up consistently by not letting them be them, by letting, by not under, and that's Lord. by not understanding them, not reaching out to them, by not learning them. Some people are just different. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, in, in the relationship I'm talking about there, baby, you know, you know the whole deal. I shouldn't have been with the person in the first place. Right. But the, <laughs> but the idea is, is that we tried. Yeah. And, and, and the bottom line is, is that in that I continued to say no, 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 until there was no room for a yes in that relationship. So, mm. so she went to somebody else who said yes. That's all that was, okay? But you have, you can't do that. Go ahead, babe, go ahead, be, go ahead. Because the thing is, is when she can't be herself around you, right? Um, here's what I would advise to to men when you lay out the kind of woman that you want and you want her to be bad. You want her to rock it like Beyonce. You want her to be powerful. You want her to be entrepreneurial. You want her to be ambitious. You want her to be all those things. Do not, I repeat, do not get into relationships with these women if you are not secure in who you are and secure in your vision of where you are going. Yes. Because everything that attracted you to her, if you are not secure in who you are with her, then you will begin to dislike everything that she is because it reflects who you are not or who you believe that you are not. We never see it. We, we see nothing but greatness in you, but it is one of the most hardest and taxing things to have to deal with in a relationship when you are a strong powerful ambitious woman going out to get yours and you are and you are trying to also carry the emotional self-esteem of your man because he has not yet arrived at where he wants to be or he has no vision for where he is going mm. i'm not saying this to down someone who is insecure and who has been hurt what i'm saying is if you are in a place where you're not sure of who you are do not play with the emotions in the heart of a woman who is because it causes it can cause you to essentially beat her down and beat out of her everything that you said you loved about her everything that you said you wanted in her to the degree that yes she is going to believe something is wrong with her but then at the end of the day she is no longer going to be fit for your presence because she can't take it anymore hey man listen let me tell you something it, it takes it really does take a grown man to deal with a powerful um energetic entrepreneurial active woman i thought you just want to say african woman <laughs> african woman <laughs> i'm not talking i'm talking she african nigerian so but no seriously it takes a and when i say a grown i, I do not want to demean men in that way i'm not saying that you're not a man right there are certain stipulations when I say a grown man. And one of those stipulations is being strong enough in yourself to be able to take care of a woman like this. Let me tell you something, a powerful, strong woman. Oh, thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. Okay. A powerful, <laughs> strong woman 
um, will love you for a lifetime. Yes. With your presence and support. You got to understand when you can stand on your own too and you don't blink. That's all it takes. When you say what you mean and mean what you say, that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. When you receive her as is, that's all it takes. You both are going to grow. I'm not saying that things don't need to change. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, is that when you really receive her without trying to pull things out of her in order to make you more comfortable with yourself, then that's all it will take. That's loving her. Let her be who she is. Because I guarantee you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, through observation and experience, I promise you, if you let her be who you, who she is, the light will shine on you. She will. She wants it to shine on you. She wants her hopes to come into fruition. She wants to see you stand up and above the rest. She actually wants to see you stand up and above her past. So you really want to. So you really, when you feed into that, and I'm not saying falsely do it. You have to be strong internally. You have to be very sturdy internally because guess what? The, w- women like this, and it's just like professional men, but again, we're doing the, we're, we're talking in this letter here. Women like this will outpace you, but they don't do it at you. They yes. do it for you. Mm. Women like this will run. And they'll come back and say, look at what I did. You can't turn your nose up like that. That's like Snoop Dogg and baby boy. That's not, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. You can't do that. You have to reward her with your presence. Mm -hmm. Reward her with you. Reward her by submitting to her, by loving her. That's what you do. You love her. Okay. We've been on that for far too long. She, She stopped being safe. Uh, you stop being safe for her. Number five is um, how you won't see her. Uh, she'll walk out and you'll never see it coming is when you stopped keeping or never kept your word to her. Yes. That's a bad one. When you stopped keeping or never kept your word to her, that means she cannot trust you. You might say, I forgot. You might say, my bad. You might say, I'll get it next time. You might say, I'm sorry. But that all aside, over a period of yeah, time, yeah, you're lying to her. And you're lying to yourself. Not all men, and I'm going to be honest, not all men mean to lie. They just, they just don't have the character or the integrity to keep their word or they speak before they. One of the things, one of the things I learned early on, I guess later in my 20s, one of the things I learned is not to commit to anything uh, unless I know for sure. Absolutely. That, that's one of the things I've learned. And I, I still don't. I'll, I'll, I'll beat around. I, hey, maybe sometime. I don't know. I don't commit to things. But that's part of integrity because I don't want to lie to you in general. And I keep that level of integrity with my wife. I make sure that if I say it, I'm going to do it. Right. Okay. There might be times she has to remind me. But I would. But, it, but, do it. but once she reminds me, oh, dang, you're, you're right. Hold on. I'll be right back. Is, is, is going to get done. Your integrity matters. Yes. Your character matters. She depends on your integrity and character because if she can't depend on it, you are typically the kind of person who will lie to her and lie about her when she's gone. Mm. But it's, it's, that, it's that breaking character that makes you susceptible. I'm not saying you would, but it makes you susceptible to cheating on her. 
Yep. She needs to know that she could stay in your room. She needs to stay. You're the castle. She needs to know that she could stay in you and no one can come in and get her. And if you're saying that, baby, I got you, yet your walls are down. If you say, baby, I got you, yet the drawbridge is down. If you say, baby, I got you, yet there are no guards there, then she is left open. And she, there, there are men out there who she will trust, unfortunately. And this is not, this is not. Listen, like, yeah, don't be talking about Kenya gave me a I, pass to go cheat. Don't no, you do no, that. No, 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 no. And I hate the, you know, do it or she'll go somewhere else or do it or he'll go somewhere right. else. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm, but I am saying that there are, um, there's competition and there's contrasts and there's comparisons. They're going on all the time. The things that put you up up, up ahead of uh, one notch above anybody else is if you have character and integrity. When she can depend on you, that's what she wants. That secures Absolutely. her because a woman's secret word is security. She needs to be able to depend on you. Now, if she hasn't been able to depend on you over a consistent amount of time, over a consistent period of time, she'll begin to understand that you're undependable. And when you're undependable, she becomes independent. Amen. I think, and again, not to, because we're going back to what you were saying about, okay, somebody, the, the comparisons will begin to be there for other people. When we start out as women in relationships, we are all in 100% sold out for you, ride or die for you, 110%. That is it. Like, you can, we literally have on emotional blinders to anybody else. It really should only be 30%, but that's another subject. It, right, that is. <laughs> It doesn't matter when you lay it on thick for us, we will pour all of ourselves back into you and we will be there a hundred percent for you. Right. And there are blinders. Can't, I mean, can't no dude step to me when it come down to Kenyon Martin. Can't no dude step to me and, and make me ever believe that you was going to be for me what he is to me. There's nothing. There's well, nothing you, that you can do. I appreciate that. Things like that begin to slowly erode and break down over time when promises get broken. Yes. When your word gets broken, when you stop doing all of these things. And so um, I remember in a previous relationship where I had to sit up there and say to this person, I said, listen, I need these things from you. Mm-hmm. And understand that I get approached by other people mm -hmm. all the time. All the time. And what's happening is I am not saying that I'm going to be unfaithful to you. What I'm telling you, it is becoming increasingly and more and more difficult for me to continue to turn away from that because I need this from you. It does not matter that they're giving it to me. They do not matter. But what begins to matter is, is that they seem to see me when you don't. They seem to be dependable to me when you don't. That You know what I mean? I, yeah, absolutely. And so that's at, least the they'll, at least they'll pop up in the DM right. successfully Faithfully. on a consistent. Faithfully in the DM. <laughs> hey, girl. I, you know what I mean? But, sorry, kidding. Kind of. But when things like that begin to happen over time, that is where our... Um, faithfulness, love, trust, devotion for you begins to break down. Yes, yeah. Let me, let me, and it's on piggybacking on that, let me give you a secret, guys. Um, sharks smell blood. When your wife is unhappy, and we're talking about wives, but we're also talking about when you're dating, if you've been dating over a period of time, because we understand those situations. When they are unhappy, a, a shark can smell that. A shark can smell 
men can smell when a woman is uncovered. She walks differently. She talks yes. differently. She is, she's not asking for the attention. She's not asking to be seen. She's not asking to be uh, um, uh, attract, being, being attracted to. She's not asking for that at all. But she does look that there is a, a sense of helplessness. There's a sense yes. of, of weariness. There's a sense of... I don't have any hope. There's a sense of disconnectedness, disconnectedness. And I'm telling you the intuition of a playboy will go in. I'm telling you, they might disread. And, and, and I, me personally, I'm like there. When you, when you leave her in such a way, she's not, they're not just disrespecting her. They're disrespecting you, man. And you can't beat that out of her. That's right. not her fault. Right. That's, you got to step to the brother. But you got to step to the brother and say, okay, listen, I left her uncovered. Step to the first brother, which is you. I left her uncovered. Let me go cover her quickly. Yes. And then you go and you cover her. And you be the one in between her and anything else that's looking at her. So they see nothing but you. See, the one thing I know is that Takara is such a reflection of me that whenever she goes out, they see nothing but me. I understand and that. And nobody tries to step to me. That's And that's very interesting, considering. Considering my history <laughs> where they was all over the place in my DMs and everything, whereas now when I am properly secured and covered, no dudes ever try to step to me. Somebody made a joke like, is the people that criticize Aisha Curry watching this? But that's the thing, though. When you are secure and covered, when you are safe under your man, Tr real people see that real men won't step to they you. They won't step to you. They won't even try it. They respect that. They they can sense that there is something over you, covering you that they cannot even compare to. And it has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you whatsoever. <laughs> it, other than the fact you chose a good one, sis. There's a there there is a difference. There is a difference in who you are and how you are. Uh, or talking to men, there's a difference in who she is and how she is when she knows that you have her and she yes. has you. Yes. That's very important. Number six, so we can get moving along so we, here. Uh, <laughs> this is so good, though. Like, I'm getting stuff out of this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Number six, how you know that she was, she's about to walk away or, or how she walks away and you've never seen it coming. You stopped being a man she could respect. Jesus. Listen, mm. this, when she stops respecting you, that's the last straw. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. As long as she loves you, she's going to be trying to give to you. As long as she loves you, she's going to be trying to find whatever, whatever it is that she can do to appease you, to acquiesce to you. As long as she loves you, as long as she hopes for you, she is, she is going to place herself aside and she's going to do whatever. She's going to run whatever race that you put her in in order to do these things for you but the thing is she's doing it to get you she's doing yes. it to apprehend you she is it's interesting but um, women in this situation are really wooing the man they're really yes. chasing the man and men you don't want to be chased don't get chased because once she runs out of steam she will stop chasing you and she will stop disrespecting you she will stop seeing you as some she'll get she'll get the memo this is who he is. I believe it. Right. And once she gets that memo, she'll stop looking at you the same way. The hope dies. 
All she is is a shell of a person waiting for it to end. She's begun planning. She's begun the process of lamenting the death of your relationship because in her heart, it is done. You will be with her. You will be walking with her. She'll be in the same room. Sometimes you guys will be sharing the same bed. Sometimes y'all will be having sex. And at the same time, she really won't be there because you're all about getting yours. I'm telling you right now that once she gets to that point where she doesn't respect you anymore, your history, you maintain that respect by maintaining everything above, above that we spoke to. Um, when she realizes that you will never value her, when she realizes that you don't want her or at least consistently acts like, act like you don't want her, when she realizes that you will consistently hurt her, when she realizes that she is unsafe with you mentally, emotionally, physically, yeah. financially, spiritually, yeah. when she realizes that she can't be with you, when she realizes that she cannot depend on you, it comes a time where she realizes who you are. And when she, once that happens, once that happens, then it's curtains because respect is one thing that a woman really can't get back because she's seen too much. That's it. That's, that's it. Trust me on this. That's it right there. Trust me on this. We, we, she doesn't even see that you could grow. Right. She, 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 she or, or, or she might say you can grow, but not around me. Right. He can grow way over there. <laughs> I think. And, and that's the thing. Mm hmm. Respect dies at that place where we've seen all of your broken promises. We don't care about your failures. We don't care about your shortcomings. We've seen everything that you said you were going to do and watch you come up short every single time. And not because, oh, just because you're human and flawed, it's because you stopped trying. You just didn't even try. You didn't even go the extra mile for me. You didn't fight for me. You didn't fight for yourself. That's a, that's a hard one. You didn't fight for me. Mm. We've heard that one. Yes. They didn't fight for me. Right. You didn't fight. You didn't all of that. And again, whether it's you didn't fight for me emotionally for what we have or you didn't fight for me with your family or with peers or whatever. When it comes down to the point that I realize that I have to do everything myself. I have to love me. I have to protect me. I have to secure me. I have to guide me. I have to cover me and you all at the same time. Mm. We lose respect in that moment. And like you said, once that's gone, women have the, the keen and unique ability to rip a whole man's manhood away from him with our mouth. Yes. And we refuse to. I don't suggest you do that we, because men are still men. Absolutely. They're still human and they're still children of God. However, we choose not to because we respect you. We choose to honor you and respect you by not allowing our words to tell even tell the truth to you about you. Mm. But as soon as we lose respect for you. I've seen women spit at they men. I've seen women cuss out they men. I've seen yeah. women slap they men, like all of that. And at that point, we have to ask her, okay, what happened that made you lose respect for him? Mm -hmm. Because if there was ever a time that you loved him, there's no way you would do these things to him. So there's only one reason why a woman would be that. Either you never had respect for him and he just happened to get into the wrong relationship with you, or there was a point, a breaking point that caused you to lose respect for him. Amen. Whoa. Now, listen, we labeled those down. The very last one is you stop loving her. And I think that that really is, it kind of sum, sums up everything else. But we're not going to leave you with all this negative. 
what you did, what you did, what I did. We're not going to leave you with all this negative. Do we have time to to run through these, or would you like to wait mm-hmm. till next or wait till uh, the middle of the week? Uh, let's 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 do the middle of the week. I can I can get with that. Okay, so here's the thing: we just laid down at least seven seven reasons why she'll walk out and you'll never see it coming. What we're going to do is we're going to come back. Uh, let's say. I'm thinking Thursday, depending on how this week goes. It'll okay. be Wednesday or Thursday. I'm saying Thursday. You guys, y'all, y'all stay in our DMs about it, all right? And we're going to talk about what you can do about it. Listen, when I talk about what you can do about it, I'm going to tell you about what I can do about it and what I've seen done about it and yes. what I've prescribed to be done about it. I'm telling you, these things can be fixed, but you got to hurry up. You got to jump in there because I'm telling you, once she crosses that threshold, it's over with. Mm. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, if you're on iTunes, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love, rate us, leave a review and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.